Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now you can get motivated by your success story. Read them. Learn about them. Take little notes because these stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. But the people I bring on the show, uh, they provide information too. My next guest is Jilly Moore. She is a musician, actor, dancer, model, fitness guru, that scares me, and influencer. Jilly released her I release book, which means it's, you know, the social media, digital, all that good stuff. Her cookbook and lookbook, which is, you know, when I, when I read that, I thought it was so fascinating. I never, that is so millennial, so, so so, so fresh. The Boss Bake Can Cookbook. The Boss Bake Can Cookbook on November 21st. The cookbook doubles as a lookbook. It has 45 different recipes and 45 different pictures and looks. Plus, she's a social media influencer and has over half million YouTube subscribers. We'll be talking about the cookbook, upcoming music projects. She can sing. I already said that. She can dance. I already said that. She can act. I already said that. And being the CEO of her own company. Please work with the Money Making Conversation. I'm going to call her my friend, Jilly Moore. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm a Houston. I'm a Houston. I'm born and raised in Houston. Okay, what part of Houston are you living in right now? Are you in Houston. LA? Well, uh, okay, so I am actually, I currently live in Los Angeles, California. Okay, okay Born okay. and raised in That's Houston. That's the baller move. That's the baller conversation. You yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let's do it right, Jill. Let's do it right now. You're, you Pearland. You know, I know about Pearland. I go Pearland. out there. Yes, great I am. barbecue born out of Pearland. Okay, great. That's part of Houston. Paraland, one of the fastest growing subdivisions, all Smith cities in the Houston market. That's where she's right. at. Okay. But she's balling it out in Los Angeles. That's where the career moves are happening. It's not happening Absolutely. in Houston. I'm not living in Houston either. I live in Houston. I got a home there, but I live in Atlanta. I've lived in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Now, where do you live in the area? I don't want, to, don't want no, no, no stalkers to find out about you. What area of Los Angeles are you residing in, Jill? Glendale. Glendale, okay. I am, yeah. I'm not, I'm not there right now. I actually just got back. Um, I always come for the games here in Houston, but... Um, now, we said I, we weren't going... to See, right, you blew it already. I said this interview, we weren't going to say nothing about that quarterback <laughs> boyfriend of yours. But up out your mouth, I always come back for the game. Why are you going to do me like that? This is about you, oh, I'm letting you know the only reason why my dad keeps popping up in the background <laughs> is because I have business to handle with my book today. So I'm at my parents' house right now. So it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. <laughs> so I'm explaining to you why I'm not currently in Glendale, California. Okay, cool. Now, it's been a big shutdown. You know, the COVID hit everybody. And uh, and so how did that, how does that affect you? Because you, 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 you know, social media, YouTube subscribers, you are uh, obviously a lot, a lot of live productions you're participating in in 2020 but they all went away. How did that impact you? 
You know, by the grace of God, I think um, it kind of motivated me. I don't think it impacted me, um, you know, as much as it did impact some people. But Mm -hmm. of course, some projects were put on a little bit more of a slow or back burner, but it uh, it gave room for other projects to grow and expand. So honestly, in the midst of it, COVID was a blessing in disguise for me. I got to spend a lot more undivided time with my family and my loved ones and Mm -hmm. I became an author during 2020. So, I mean, 2020 treated me pretty well. And, and that's kind of, you know, I, I kind of say the same thing. When it when it hit in March, I'm going to just tell you, Jilly, it, you know, I, I didn't know how to react to it. You know, they're talking about because nobody knew about COVID-19. And I don't think anybody still knows about it. The fact that they have a vaccine coming, we're all happy about that. I went around with the Home Depot. The first time I went out, I had my gloves. I had my Pirelli. Uh, I didn't even have a mask at the time. I had like a ski mask. I kind of like pulled right, up over right. my face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I came out of Home Depot. I didn't know if I should touch the door. I didn't know when to put the hands out. It was really it was a confusing right. time for me. How did you? How did it play out for you? Are Are you comfortable now? Did you develop a line of how you can participate in everyday life? How did that lay out for you, Jilly? I mean, I've always been kind of like a germaphobe and a germ freak. So Mm -hmm. that kind of really only enhanced it. But I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day, you have to, you can't just be afraid of life. You can't be afraid of living. You know, I know at one point traveling was really, really scary, you know, going on planes and especially being in a tube where you can't just let the window down or anything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, you can't just be, you know, scared. You can't let COVID completely just stop you. You just can't. But I mean, don't get me wrong. My precautions are on a whole nother level. I am definitely, I have probably four hand sanitizers in my purse right now. (laughs) I have, I carry my mask. I have two mask in my purse mm-hmm. two in the car mm-hmm. you won't catch me like without it you know that's just first and foremost really uh because i just i, I went to la uh a week ago that was my first time okay. officially flying since the oh, COVID since hit. COVID. Oh yeah, and so you know, uh, you know, so so I got on the plane. You know, had my mask. I had like I had like like four disposable masks. I mm-hmm. had a mask when I went through, uh, you know, TSA. Then I had a mask I used on the plane. Threw those away when I landed, right? And okay. then I had my other disposable mask. Pulled that bad boy out. So I went around L.A. all day. I, I was in and out in L.A. And then I got back on the plane. Put my travel mask on. Threw that bad boy away because I I, I like safe and sorry. You know. I, and I will tell you this is that I was very comfortable. Just telling everybody, no, there's a big crisis right now. Telling people not to travel, not to travel, not to travel. But I do believe, and I have to say this, that we have to learn to live with this crisis and we can't shut down our lives. You know, of course, being precaution, like even when I am on the plane, I for sure, I take a few of my wipes, my sanitizer wipes. I wipe down. I'm not playing. I wipe down the armrest, a little button to recline the thing. I wipe down the front just in case somebody had like sneeze on the TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. I wipe that down. I wipe down the little window slides where you pull it up and down. I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely, like I said, precaution is a little bit more out there, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm not playing. Now, here's the, the funny thing about you, Jilly. You come, you have a sense of, pers- of personality. You, 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 are sitcoms in your future? Because I see the word acting, I see <laughs> drama. Because you're funny now. You, you have a, you have a sense of person. You have a personality that, that, that pops off the screen. Because you know, you know, you know Kevin edge. Hart. Hit him up for me. No, I'm just kidding. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have an edge, which which is a good edge. Because when you're talking, you can be serious, but they come across as humorous. Because like we talking, I wipe out everything: the button, side button, the look, I'm the look, TV in front of you. And all that. So what is the acting? What is the acting plan for you? You know, um, in acting, 
I think right now, especially with COVID, a lot of things kind of not only got pushed back, but you have to realize with acting, it's a lot of physical contact. It's right. a lot of, you know, like in your face. And that's one thing <laughs> that prior to all of this, I was really comfortable with. If I had to do like a scene of any sort or play that boyfriend, girlfriend role, I was very comfortable with. Now I'm like, I'm not so sure. <laughs> so like, you know, my music pushing that, this cookbook pushing that. I don't know if I want to be lovey-dovey in the scene right now with somebody because I don't know who you going home to. Right. Right there. That's right there. Funny. See, right there. You are funny. You crazy, girl. You funny. So let's go over to the cookbooks. You know, there was something that popped out in COVID 2020. You didn't have plans on cooking a cook, doing a cookbook in 2020, right. but you had time on your hands. Now, I'm the first, you know, because people always look at me. I'm, a, I'm an award winning baker. And everybody people look at me. You, you bake, Rashawn? You can bake. They always question me. They always question whether or not I can bake. Okay. And I think it's good. Just go to my social media. Right. You know. I let to tell my story. I get you hungry when you go to my social media. Now, me a little miss fitness guru, little miss six pack, little miss, you know, do it busy, me little miss YouTube subscriber, little miss social media influencer. Then you're going to drop a lookbook, cookbook. Let's just stick with the cookbook because you got the lookbook part time. There ain't nobody going to argue about that. The lookbook you got. Let's go over to the cookbook side. Talk to me now, Jilly. You my girl. So with the cookbook, um, I mean, cooking has really just always been in my family. Mm -hmm. I am of Creole descent. My okay. all my family is from Louisiana. Okay, um, my Creole brother, me and my mom are the only ones who are actually originally from Houston, born and raised. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, it's always been my family growing up for the holidays. We had more food than people. Right. We literally mm -hmm. had triple the amount of food. Right. Um, my grandmother was always in the kitchen as well as my mom, even with my dad. My dad has his fair share he's a really a baker right. my dad is a fire baker but he's even got into real <laughs> like you like you mm -hmm. um but he's got into like his oxtails and you know just making different stuff and so i just grew up in a family of chefs and you know really home chefs and right. um oh, over quarantine i would cook a lot like cook a lot did you gain weight did you gain weight during quarantine i did i gained like 10 pounds I, i've lost no it. i actually yeah. did not mm -hmm. gain weight in quarantine mm -hmm. no so you will um Thank i you, think Michelle. too is just like mm -hmm. of course a mixture of working out and then i even though like these meals i think it's all in uh, like proportion of what you eat as well so i can eat all this stuff but granted i'm not eating like three refill plates, you know, but I mean, <laughs> at the beginning of, exactly, I'm not, but at the beginning of quarantine, um, I just started cooking and like playing with food. I would make booty and stuffed chicken. I would make, um, uh, shrimp ravioli, just stuff that okay, was just, okay, stop right there, stop right there. <laughs> booty. See, oh, you gonna get me mad. Either you're gonna get me mad cause I can't get near you. Okay. Cause boudin. See, you, you just can't throw out the word boudin. Oh, and see, the crazy thing is people don't even know what boudin is. People don't know about gumbo and people don't know about this stuff. So it's really amazing to like, you know, bring people into my culture, my heritage. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the boudin now, the boudin now. See, boudin. I do, I do dirty rice. Okay, I know about boudin. Like, so, you know, I'm from the country a little bit. My parents used to, they used to kill a hog, bring a hog home. Oh, yeah. they left that <laughs> my hog grandmother there. used to tell me about <laughs> those too. Yeah. <laughs> so they left that hog when, it, when black my people go around baby. a hog, a hog really should just start crying because everything <laughs> is edible. Everything is edible around a hog. So talk about you putting together this boudin. What is the process? 
You know, okay, so for my Buddha and stuff, chicken, the crazy thing is I only did 45 recipes in here. So even a lot of the recipes now are going to be in cookbook number two. But um, even with the booty and it's just like I you know how it's like in the little paper yeah. rice. Yeah, I yeah. slice it open. I take the rice part out, mush it all up um, in my chicken. After I season it, I put the dirty rice inside the chicken and I roll it up, put a toothpick in there, um, drizzle some garlic butter, whatever I'm putting on top of it. Put it in the oven for a good 30 <laughs> so minutes. And when I tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Jelly. So you you add sophistication to the booty. Oh, garlic oh, butter. Oh. Now, you know, that ain't no that ain't no country thing. In country, well, I mean, it's country mixed with like modern day. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's, what I'm saying. That's the beauty of your book. Now you're taking a little country, bringing it forward because I, you know, when you say boudin, it's crackers and boudin. That's standard black folks talk. Oh, of boudin. course, of course. You know now you and ate this garlic butter drizzled it right there. Then she said, "Slid it in the oven." You scared me, girl. You scared me now. You to, <laughs> you scared me over here now. No, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. So you said this is cookbook one and this now cookbook two. Now, let's talk about your social media, which is phenomenal. You know, and I always tell people about social media is interesting because, you know, people follow you because they either want to be like you or you emotionally give something to them that they feel they, they'll miss or you provide information. Why do you think you have such a strong social media fan base? I mean, I just think me, my personality, I think people fell in love with who Jilly is. I feel like people fell in love with who Jillian is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just throughout social media, I've showed a lot of my personality. I've let people into my life. Um, a little at times, it was like a little bit personal as well, which is why I feel like my fan base connected to me so well. They have experienced, you know, journeys with me. They have gone through some ups and downs. They have gone through a little bit of backing away from Instagram and noticing that I hadn't posted in a while or noticing my absence. And you know, being concerned. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's when like you have a, a extreme fan base. It's just so awesome that, you know, people relate to it. People um, got connected with me, you know, and it's been a few years now, but at the end of the day, it's just like so strong till this day. I mean, it never, you never really realize how much people support you until it comes to things like items you're selling. And with my cookbook, it was just so amazing because when I tell you the the outpour of love and then just to actually see it in sales was just like, <laughs> so just honestly mind-blowing. It was really, really mind-blowing. And I don't want to say like I was shocked, but sometimes you are shocked. You're shocked that people actually put in their credit card information to support you, you know? Right. So I think right. it was just such a blessing. And that was one of my most recent realizing moments of how my fan base, my social media, how impactful it is, you know, to my actual life. Well, that's that, that's really interesting because of the fact that you opted to do, you know, digital that format versus going to a a, rec, a, a book company like a HarperCollins or a Simon mm-hmm. Schuster. Now, is it any reason for that? Because you have the brand to be able to do that. You got the social media followers, you got the YouTube followers. So I'm sure any any major book company would want to publish your book. Any reason? I think, um, you know, I wasn't opposed to it, but I think I just wanted to do self-publishing because, you know, I think most people pay to have a brand like I do. Most people pay to have like an outreach or outlet like I do. So I think, you know, for me, just being able to self-publish my book and be the publisher of my book and put it out and not have to make a dollar off of a book that I've spent literally so much on, not only in the making, but my book is what, $30 and then only make a dollar from it. I just, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to receive all my profit. I wanted to, you know, really, I wanted this first book 
to be my baby. I want to book companies and everyone just to really see what I can do on my own. So, you know, when uh, cookbook slash lookbook number two comes out, I'm going to need that advance like way bigger. There you go. See, you know, <laughs> well, I, first of all, I love talking to you, you know, because uh, I always tell people when, when young people figure it out, you know, you figured it out. This is your brand. You're building it. You are your CEO of your company. What is your company? And, and you are an entrepreneur. And so that's what excites me about talking to a person like you who is not about your looks. It's about your brains. It's driving your next step, your next financial opportunity, your next career move. Talk about your company and talk about your brain. Absolutely. So everything is Jillianese. I think my own um, finding a brand that suited me was so easy because it's me. It's right. literally me. So mm-hmm. Jillianese is my brand. Jillianese is my company and everything follows under that. And it just has several outlets. It's literally like a spider web. Jillianese is in the middle and it's music. It's it's dancing, it's acting, it's cookbook, it's lookbook, it's fashion, it's fitness, it's family. It's like never ending. And I think that's the most amazing thing because it all coincides with Jillianese. It's literally who I am. It's who I am growing to be. So right. I think even when I did a project like this, I think my main focus was to let people know, you know, I'm not a person who is a chef who's going to open up a restaurant next week. Like that is not my intent. My intent is literally every time I cook or post something on Instagram, people are like, Oh my God, can you send this plate in the mail? Like, what is this recipe? Mm -hmm. And you know, I take the feedback from people. People are like, well, how do you stay so fit? Well, I do work out. So here's me working out. Well, how do you also dance like this? Well, I mean, I was a dancer for 10 years of my life growing up, really 15 years of my life growing up. And it's just like everything coincides with my brand. It's literally who I am. When we, when you talk about that, because it's really interesting, because having you on my show, MoneyMakingConversation.com, one of the reasons, because, you know, there are a lot of people who want to be Jilly, okay? You know, they're they're about your height, they're, they're, they're attractive like you, they have hair and nice shape, and, but you've crossed the line of leaving your competitors behind, and you have a plan for being successful in the future. What is the separating line? You know, because Kardashians separate themselves. And you're saying, I'm mm-hmm. just being really real with you. You are separating yourself. You know, you don't have a hit TV show on. You don't have a hit single out there. But you are growing and you're very popular. And social media has made you a very viable media star. Because like mm-hmm. you said, you you don't need to go on the radio to drop your book. You just dropped your book. And guess what? Right. You start dropping credit cards. What is right. separating you from your competition? I think just honestly, never dwelling and staring away from God's plan. I'm a big, big believer in my faith. And I just know that no matter what, whatever God has planned for me, it's unstoppable. I didn't know I would be putting out a book. I didn't know. I didn't, I couldn't tell you at the beginning of this year where this year would lead me. And, you know, I think it's just a matter of my faith. I I never grow weary. I never, you know, stop believing in God's plan for me. And I think that's the ultimate thing. I'm my biggest competition is myself. I just right. want to do better than I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to compete with anyone else. I don't even look in anybody else's direction. <laughs> I am really big on congratulating my peers, supporting my peers. And I think, you know, as long as you are genuine, as long as, you know, at the end of the day, you could look at yourself in the mirror and know that everything you're doing is genuine. Your plan, like your path is going to come. Your path is unstoppable. Well, you are definitely unstoppable. You, on, your, on your bio came out, it said the six F's of Jilly. 
Okay. I'm assuming that's a brand, part of your brand. You sat down and said faith, family, food, fitness, fashion, and fun. I'm going to go to yes, each sir. one. Then we are, then I want to go back to the cookbook and, and want you to pull me through your favorite recipes. Then we're going to close it out. Absolutely. All right. Good, cool. Okay. okay the six F's of Jilly. You know, born in Pearland, now residing in Glendale, California. She's a star, not a star on the rise. She is a real star, social media star, YouTuber. She's a she's a dancer, a singer. She's an all-around superstar. Jilly, <laughs> this is Rashawn McDonald. First time I'm interviewing you. I've noticed that your bio says the six F's of Jilly. Break that down. Yeah, faith, family, food, fitness, fashion, and fun. Let's start with faith. Faith. I'm a big believer in my faith. You know, God comes first. God comes before it all. You know, without him, none of it's possible. And I don't just say that. I stand by that. I wake up every morning and I pray. I pray with my family. So twice a morning, once um, once I wake up, once again with my family, we have a group message where my dad sends us prayers every single morning nonstop. Then again, once before I go to sleep and, you know, just throughout the day, I just know that no matter what, without my faith without knowing who my God is, just none of this would be possible. And, you know, just always giving praise to the highest praise to the, you know, everything that I go through, everything through the good and bad. I just never stop saying thank you. I never not make time for that, you know? So I think with faith, it just has to do with growing up with my family who instilled that, you know, God is love. God is everything. Right. So with, um, with God is love. I just know that no matter what, every success I owe it to him. So that's where faith comes from. And now on the family side, it was talking about the recipes in the book, their generation, you know, because we, we talked about family a little bit in faith, but let's talk about family when it comes to the food and your whole life. Family. You know, family, when it comes to the food, as you can see in my cookbook, it's very incorporated with my family. My family is all throughout it. My family is literally, I want to see if I can just quickly, I can even show you. Here's a picture right here with my dad. <laughs> this picture is like my mom and my grandmother. It's just, you know, family is a big part of my life. If you ever, you know, have seen me, here's my mom and my grandmother throughout it. Um, my brother's in here somewhere. Just, I mean, people who watch me, people who have been following me all these years, they know that my family is my everything. You know, my family is literally all I have. It's literally my mom, my dad, my brother, mm -hmm. um, and my grandmother. It's us five. And we have, we're small, but we're mighty. We are small, but we're <laughs> mighty. And, you know, for me, it's kind of, it was second. It's not even a, really a thought. It's just like, my family's my everything. I, I don't even want to, I don't know. It's just so, I don't even know like how to tell you nothing would be possible without my family. They're my backbones. They mm -hmm. have me more than anybody in this world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of gets like emotional to talk about it, but my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandmother, the way we support one another, the way we love one another. I just know that if everything were to go wrong in this world, their doors will always be open. And, you know, no matter what, I can be my true self around them. They'll never judge me and they love me and support me through everything. So family is a very, you know, touchy, but strong subject to me. Cool. Let's, I'm going to combine two of the elves, food and fitness, you know. Food and fitness. Okay, mm -hmm. so with food, you know, food. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. So with food and fitness, you know, in this cookbook, there's a lot of like happy, healthy meal. Not really healthy, but happy, you know, good, gut wrenching, buttery, <laughs> buttery with salt meals. So I'm 
telling people abs are not included in this book. There you go. The, the body is not included, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to make sure I combine food and fitness because they are separate in your, in your way you lay it out. But you are dealing with a book that, like you said, uh, that's grown folks food in that book right there. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's some real food up in there. You know, shrimp, <laughs> the jumbo shrimp up in there and looking oh, good yeah. in there. And so <laughs> now the part of the book that really, uh, really made me really caught my eye was the lookbook part, the lookbook mm-hmm. cookbook. I had, maybe I'm, maybe I missed something, but I've never seen that before. And it's so no, slick. Yeah. Talk about the fashion and the lookbook part. I mean, here's even just one. This is like a Versace look with that I did. Um, I think it came second nature to me because, I mean, I love fashion. I love mm-hmm. style. I love, I feel like every day it's a fashion show. And, you right. know, for me, like I said, I'm not a person who just sits in the kitchen and just like cooks. And that's not what I do. Right. I'm not 60 years old putting out a cookbook and have 20 kids. And it's just all about recipes. I mean, I wanted it to be true to my brand, true to my image. And my image is I literally will be in the kitchen fully clothed like this <laughs> cooking dinner. And yes. that's what you coming home to. I mean, I just wanted it, you know, to be a part of really who I am and I love fashion. So I was like, how can I really incorporate this to not only make it like a cookbook, but make it so true to me yet. So fun yet. So different that hasn't been done. And I'm a big person on doing things that haven't been done. I don't want to fit in, you know, I want to stand out always. And I think doing a cookbook, slash lookbook and having a different look for every single meal. It's never been done. And I just can't wait to see everyone who tries to copy it now. Well, absolutely. It's, I'll tell you something. It's the first. Now, fun. I, I said that from the very beginning that you are a comedic actress. You know, uh, you have a sitcom skill. Of course, you, I would tell you, people can do drama, but being a funny person, being a sitcom, that's a that's a talent. That's a skill set. What is this fun personality? And uh, here, let me ask you this, because uh, a lot of times people see you on, on your social media. They see your TV. They see this upbeat person. When do you shut it down? Because I always tell you, I just all the time, Steve Harvey or, or Kevin Hart, they always think they should be funny all the time. They cannot be funny all the time. When do you shut it down? This When does this fun person shut it down? I don't think it ever shuts down. I think I'm just fun 24 seven. I think I am just an awesome, delightful, always waking up in a great mood person. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, see, I'm just You're telling just sleeping. you, but sleeping I think it just comes from my, <laughs> I think it comes from my family. <laughs> it goes again. It just plays. It goes again with my family. I, my family is, fun my family exudes fun you come around us there's never a dull moment and it really is never a dull moment i mean you know of course i'm human i get in my feelings sometimes too but around my family you better be in them feelings for two minutes or less because after a second everyone gonna be looking at you just crazy so i mean when i tell you just with my family you can't be in a bad mood for long you know um Fun is just our life. Fun is our lifestyle. Life is too short. We really, my mom and my dad have done a great job with just always saying, you know, you don't stay mad for too long. You don't stay in a mad place for too long. Mm -hmm. You get over it. You get over it. You start something new. Every hour is a new hour, you know, just to be fun. Okay, Have cool. fun in life. Well, you are fun. You're you're fantastic. Now, a couple of things. You know, I'm put my I'm put my casting director, my manager hat on. Okay, if somebody offered you a cooking show, would you do it? I would. 
Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I would make it my own. It wouldn't just be oh, your cool. ordinary cooking show. Oh, no, you ain't going to be in there with the ugly apron. Okay, you're going to no. be in there being jelly. You'll be in there cooking oh, like yeah. jelly. Oh, for, for sure. For sure. sure. It's going to be real now. Ain't nobody messing with your your, your, your brand now. We're going to no. just the jelly brand. Okay? No, sure. Now, okay, talk show. A panel or you want an individual? You Would you do a panel talk show? I would do um, both. I would. I love having different opinions um, with other people. I love whenever there is a panel of their, you know, big and great co-stars. I think it's so amazing to have that different outlook, especially with women. I think it's such a great outlook to have, you know, different conversations with a panel of women and just different outlooks on life and different perspectives, as well as doing it individually. I mean, I can hold my own show. So, I mean, of course. I have no doubt. You know, your boy just asking for, you know, just laying it out, opportunities and things like that. Oh, absolutely. We love opportunities. Well, I I think that's your natural personality. You know, you're a go-getter, you know, but you're a go-getter with a plan. And that's what I respect about what you're trying to do and what you're accomplishing in life. But more importantly, you came on Money Making Conversation. We talked about the lookbook, cookbook, the boss lady can cookbook. You can cook, my friend. I yes. respect you for that. We will talk in the future. I want to make sure that you, I'm going to need some things from you, okay, when I when okay. I close this show, because I do want to get it over to you. Because in this business, about relationships. And when I see somebody who's as talented as you, um, I just want to give you a shot. Thank you. Someplace I else. appreciate that so much. Because you work hard. No, no, I'm just telling you something, Jilly. You're a hard worker. You know, you don't get what you're doing because you know what I like about you? I have six sisters and I have a 24, 24-year-old daughter, okay? And I love the fact that she's my daughter. And I'm sure your father loves the fact that you are his daughter. Absolutely. And you represent a lot of great qualities that I would like my daughter to see uh, and, and embrace, and and she can't sing like you. She can't dance like you. She can't act, but she has a great, fun personality like you. And she's an right. incredible academic student uh, in game design. But more importantly, you are great, young lady. And don't Thank change, okay? You. Thank you so much. Absolutely, I can't change. Can't. Oh yeah, because she's fun in her sleep. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Literally, I've been the same person for 24 years. I can't change now. All right. Hey, Jilly, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations, okay? Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.